Welcome into Loho Daily. I'm Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I know I've been doing a lot of bear stuff lately with the start of the season. Um, I wanted to make sure I, I did a little bit of Cubs, and I haven't had a chance to really fully talk about this guy outside of actually sitting down and interviewing with him, which I'll get to in a little bit, and talking with his manager about him, which I'll get to inside this podcast. But... Nick Castellanos makes it very easy to root for him. And I'm not saying that he wants to win more than anyone else. These guys are all professional. They're they're all driven by wanting to be the best. They want to win. They want to play great. They want to be a member of the community. Like all of those things. But there's something about what this guy has brought to the table for the Cubs that I think merits us talking about in a, a a bigger fashion. Let me throw the numbers at you for a second. And there's some that are astounding. Since Castellanos has come to the Cubs and he's played 37 games with the Cubs so far this year, he's got a 335 batting average, a 362 on base, and he's slugging 684. So that gives him an OPS of 1.046. Now we're only talking about a quarter of the games that he played in Detroit. And not that he was bad in Detroit. He was above average to pretty good in Detroit. But the numbers in Detroit were 273, 328, 462 for an OPS of 790. Now some of the hitting stats are going to be better because Wrigley is a better ballpark to hit in than Comerica. Wait, is it still Comerica? Whatever it is. It's a better ballpark than that. Because that plays a lot of hits die there. A lot of home runs that Castellanos has hit at Wrigley Field would not be home runs at, at Comerica. He's got 14 home runs for the Cubs. He had 11 for, for the Tigers. And I remember when the Cubs made the deal, I was like, okay, yeah. like This is a guy whose profile seems to play really well for what the Cubs need. They need someone to lengthen their lineup they need someone who is problematic. They need someone who is um, they need someone who's going to put some fear into the pitching staff because of the type of at bats that he takes and and because of the fact that he can put the ball out. The number that that I I was looking up this morning that I think is fascinating. Castellanos played 100 games with the Tigers. And I'm going off of uh, baseball reference, so B-War. Castellanos played 100 games with the Tigers. His offensive war for them was 1.6, okay? Castellanos has played 37 games for the Cubs. His offensive war number is 1.7. He's done that in... Did I say a quarter? 40% of the games that he's played. I'm bad at math, and I apologize. Luckily, there are people who are good at math that go and compile statistics, so I don't have to worry about these things. But it is striking the type of player that he has been for the Cubs in a short period of time. It's really amazing. And then you add into it that, look, he's never going to be a great fielder. And I don't think anyone at the Cubs was telling you that he was coming here to be a great fielder. But he's been okay. 
comparatively, he's been fine. It just, it's amazing that you can find a guy like that and become a fan of him. Now, let me go back to the interview that I did with him. I did the interview. I didn't know what to expect. I knew what to expect from Derek Holland. I knew that Derek Holland was a fun guy. He likes to joke around, like all of that stuff. I knew that I was going to get something out of him. I had no idea what I was going to get out of Nick Castellanos. And early on, I know that my guys told me that they were they were back in the studio saying, oh, man, this is going to be rough. How's Lawrence going to get out of this one? And I played a cut for him. If you haven't seen the video, I'm not assuming that you have it. The scores put it up and you can just search for it. It was it was very moving. I like to repurpose sound, which you will hear inside this podcast, because not everyone is listening at every moment. And if I have a good piece of sound that I want to share on the air with someone who is the subject of that sound, I, I do it all the time. So it was it was kind of a weird thing, because on that Monday I had Joe Madden on because he was at his golf outing before I sat down with with um, Derek and, and Nick. And so I had this cut of Joe Madden talking about Nick Castellanos and his joy for the game, how happy that he was that Castellanos was on the team and and what he brings to that clubhouse that maybe they were missing. And I know that it rubbed some people the wrong way. It it, it seemingly rubbed, you know, Anthony Rizzo, the not seemingly, reportedly rubbed Anthony Rizzo the wrong way when he heard it because of what I was talking about earlier. Everyone wants to do special things and and is playing hard and loves the game. The reaction that I ended up getting from Castellanos was amazing. Um, I could see him really listening. And sometimes when you you play stuff for for guests, they're not they're not truly listening. Like they listen, but they're not truly listening. He was listening, and he heard some of those things that. Joe said about him and he welled up and he was having a hard time kind of getting the words out. But then when he really started to, to let it sink in, he talked about how it's important that people recognize that that's how he feels about the game. Now for my show, this was great. I mean, it became a viral video. The The video was shown hundreds of thousands of times on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook. And I'm appreciative of people being there. Let me tell you about what it was like in the room. You, you, it was, you could hear a pin drop when he was talking. And what I appreciated was the level of support that Nick got from the room where he felt like it was okay for him to emote. I talk about this a lot. I struggle with this. I think that, and I'm generalizing here, but I think men, we don't do that enough. We don't emote enough. And then that stuff builds up and it builds up and it builds up. And then it usually comes out in a more destructive way. And I know this about myself. So I, I was, I was moved by his reaction to all of this stuff. And it, you know, we joked about it and Derek Holland couldn't look at him because he, he was going to start crying. And 
I already thought that it, the sense, the move made sense. And now I'm sitting here going, I like the guy, you know, and you have to be careful. Anytime that you have something like this in sports, you have to be careful about assigning like morality to someone that you barely know. I barely know Nick Castellanos, but I can tell you this, that when I went and talked to him a few days later about it, because I didn't want him to feel like he was exploited. Um, I just wanted to have a real conversation and I went and thanked him for the fact that we had a real conversation about his time in Chicago, how much it means to him to, to be here. And, and he said, it was all good. I relate, I relate to guys like that because I am a guy like that in, in a certain sense. Like I don't, if you ask my team, like they'll tell you that I rarely, I rarely show if I'm having like a bad day or anything like that, but it's, it's right underneath, you know, like it's right underneath. So whether it's him or Jason Hayward, who I feel like is a very similar type dude, I can, I can relate in a really small way, but back to Castellanos, the player, I don't want it to be overlooked that this guy has been tremendous for the Cubs. It's, it's really kind of amazing how good of a move this has been. I don't know if it's going to pay off. They're they're still in the wild card spot, but it it does seem like the the Cubs are uh, are are falling apart as they're trying to make it to the end of this thing. And last night's game was they have some resilience to them and and I I joke about this all the time that and people don't don't want to give them credit because they're not playing as well as they probably should be, but they fought back in last night's game. They absolutely fought back. They give you those three runs in, in the eighth inning. They're able to take this thing to extras, and then they end up losing to San Diego. It's a gut punch. It's a gut punch on a night where Milwaukee loses Kristen Yelich but wins the game. It's a gut punch because St. Louis loses their game, and you had an opportunity to make a move, and you couldn't make the move. But before the game, when I was talking with Joe Madden, I asked him about Castellanos and his impact and effect on the team. Here's what Joe had to say about it. It's, it's uh, very reassuring. Uh, like last night, how many home runs has he hit in his first at bat this year? I don't even know if it's like five or six, maybe. And they're really well struck. And a lot of them are in that spot, that left center, the almost dead center field, on the barrel. The guy's on the barrel most of the time. Uh, it is, and I know that the rest of the, the lineup feels the same way. I, mean, I, I had no idea the situation we would be in without him uh, over this last month or so. Uh, he is that. He's ready to play every day. He plays, uh, like you said, it's a happy opening day. He plays every game that way. Uh, if he doesn't come through, he's really upset with himself. Uh, he just he has his joy for the days, not just for the game. On the day off, but recently, he had a, a swimming pool brought in and a, a little barbecue in the center field at Wrigley Field. For his kid and his girlfriend, they went out there and they, they had a picnic in center field at Wrigley on his day off. How many guys do that? Uh, so it's really, it's just who he is. He has a joy for the day, and that's what you have to have to play this game. It's a kid's game. It should always remain that way. You have to have a joy for the moment. Um, I don't want to go up um, closer, but I always thought that was Ripken's. Uh, Cal's one of his greatest friends. He had such a joy for the day in the game. He made every, every day was a game. It was not 
life-threatening, and I think that's uh, that's why uh, Nicholas has been so successful. It's it's like he's really embraced not just being on a new team, but being specifically with the Cubs. It's it's strange to and it's great to see him just immediately fit in and kind of make his own environment be what he wants it to be. Yeah, listen, he doesn't let anybody contaminate his space. Uh, he is who he is. Um, he came in. He was not worried about people uh, misinterpreting him. Uh, this is who I am. There's no misinterpretation here. And I love that. I absolutely love that about a human being. And that's what I'm talking about, his joy. He's, uh, very, he's very comfortable in his own skin. This is me. This is who I am. This is how I react. Um, and I'm, I'm a good baseball player, and I'm here to help, and I, I love being in Chicago and being a Cubs. So it's not a real big uh, surprise. I mean, this uh, I think a lot of times guys would come in and be a little uh, more apprehensive about uh, displaying exactly uh, uncovering themselves. This is who I am. But he had no, no issues with that whatsoever. And I think that's a big part of why he's been so successful here. It's hard not to root for a guy like that. And one of the things that has happened to me in my career is I'm less about rooting for teams. I still care about the White Sox. I still care about DePaul. And now I care about the University of Alabama. But like my Bears coverage, it's great if the Bears win from a selfish standpoint. It's great for me if the Bears win because you're going to be more interested I'm not a Cubs fan, but I like a lot of people over there at, at Addison and Clark. I have this relationship with Joe. I think that he has been uh, one of the key factors to the early success of the radio show. No joke. No BS. Uh, I think that Joe Madden embracing the show has been um, a big deal, and I'm extremely thankful to him. And I to I've told him that on several occasions. But I, I did get to a point when I was covering teams every day where I started rooting for people. So at the end, when I'm covering the Bears, yeah, the, the Bears success is great for everyone involved. But I wanted to see Charles Tillman succeed. I wanted to see Lance Briggs succeed. Brian Urlacher. Like you, you, I wanted so badly for Mike Brown to get healthy. Like those type of things. Because you want to see people reach their full potential. And I think that Castellanos, he makes it really easy. Because he put his, his heart out there. You know how he feels about this opportunity that is in front of him. And yeah, he went over last night. But you know how he, how he feels about this. There's no wall that's up. And I think that when it comes to the, the players that we connect with as people who love sports, it's the players that are able to give us those moments. And it might not be someone who is crying on the air on the radio show, but you know, and I think that there, there's a, I think Javi's another one of those guys. I, I think that you know how he feels about playing baseball and how special being the shortstop for the Cubs is to him. And I hope Javi gets back, too, because he's one of the most fun players to watch in the game. And I love to see him be back on that playoff stage if he can get himself healthy and ready to go. I just it's nice for me to be able to relate to some of these guys. And it's nice to be able to say I'm a fan of that dude 
I want that dude to succeed and know that he he wants to be a, a, appreciated. So I give him a lot of credit. I really like this guy. I hope that when the season ends, he that the Cubs figure out a way for him to stay a Cub. Because I think that going forward, he will be a tremendous ambassador for their brand. And on top of it, a damn good baseball player. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. I have some more. I got some bear stuff that I want to get to tomorrow. I've been uh, working on, like, in my mind, a Leonard Floyd pod, and I think that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. So make sure you go back and li- and listen to some of the the Bears ones. If you're a big Bears fan, there's some cool stuff that we we've done over the last five days that I'd really like for you to take a listen to. And if there's another Cubs thing that comes up that I think is worth sharing, I'll do that too. I appreciate you listening.